and you'll never catch Master Thieves' better buddies. Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, we've got Calvin. Hello. And Alex. How's it going? Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week. If you were a villain, what would your calling card be? Hmm. If you were like a supervillain or a master thief, what would your calling card be? See, like, all I can think about is Persona 5 when you say calling card. <laughs> <laughs> Not me is like you have either you played Persona Five or no? I have not because I'm not a weeb. Okay, wow, that's, that's so, calling me out here. First off, wrong? yes, I'm I'm a weeb, but I'm you're outnumbered here, RJ. I'd be careful. <laughs> that's okay. Weebs are notoriously weak. Wow. Uh, <laughs> like sure. Wait, uh, I'm doing the math on Alex. Oh nope, never mind. Alex can kick my ass. <laughs> to say I was like okay. Um, no, in Persona 5, you can, like, the way that you, like, go fight the villain villain is sending them a calling card to awaken their hearts. <laughs> so, like, it's like... <laughs> you have to send them a Valentine's Day card? <laughs> Basically, but it's like, it's like, you evil being doing heinous things such as rape and molestation. We are coming to, but, like, in way more fruitful, like, We're wording. coming to kick your ass! <laughs> It's basically basically what it is. Or you that is embezzling money working for a mob. We're, We're coming, coming to, kill to kick you. your ass. <laughs> that's all I can think of when I say calling card. So like Is that like I'm guessing that's not what you're referring to. No, I'm thinking more like the Riddler leaving a riddle with a big old green and purple question mark at every scene. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, see the first thought that came to me was uh the do you guys ever play the Sly Cooper video games? He always I, left a calling card of like his little like raccoon face. Yeah. Oh yeah, hmm. it's like the uh, teddy bear in Call of Duty. Zombies on the mystery box platform. There's always oh, yeah. and when it's not there, it's like yeah, the mystery box would be here because there's a teddy bear. Like, hmm. That's what I would think of. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you'd have to come up. You have to have something like witty or clever. Otherwise, what's the point? What if you just leave a pair of glasses on everyone? I mean, like that's fair. You I could just go like off the wall, and confuse people. Yeah, I mean, people just be like, "Who lost their glasses?" It's like if I see a loose pair of glasses, I don't think I'm like, "Oh man, the glasses thief struck again." No, no, no. no. Here's, <laughs> here's what it is: you do you become the Matrix murderer or like the Matrix thief or whatever, but you leave a pair of those. Uh, round black sunglasses at every single crime scene. The Morpheus glasses. You just leave a pair of those at every crime scene. The ones that, like, just clip on your nose so they yeah. don't have, like... <laughs> and, and, a, and a red pill and a blue pill. You leave those three items there at every crime scene. How long do you think it would take for them to realize that this was, like, your... Like, this, like, this was your calling card? I think it would take, like, three cases. Three or more cases. It would be, like, the first time would be like, that's odd. There's just some random... <laughs> There's some random junk on the ground. <laughs> I, I, I would kind of hope they'd figure it out a pattern after two, because it's not exactly a common thing to be like. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, uh, hey, Mr. Commissioner, we found another set of glasses at this crime scene. Uh, that's fine, whatever. There's gotta be coincidence. <laughs> Can't possibly have anything to do with the last 42 pairs we found. <laughs> I don't know, I, I can't imagine they would be like, oh, yes, the glasses, definitely, like, it could, twice in a row I could see being a coincidence, but the third time it'd be like, it'd be like, yes! Turns this out is the sign! <laughs> We've been missing this whole time. There's like a, one of those guys with a cart, but it's all—he just sells sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> just happens like, like park outside every crime scene. It's like at uh, before they rob the place, they like have a little glasses stand in front of the place. Like it's a giant bank in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it's just one old guy selling the, the Morpheus glasses, and then. <laughs> He just walks in and walks out, and thro- like when he's packing up his cart, the glasses just fall off, and that's why it's his <laughs> calling card. <laughs> that's how he scouts the place out, and then gets in and out, and like moves the loot around. Exactly, in his glasses cart. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my calling card. I'm taking uh, uh, glasses is mine. Get your own calling cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they make me think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you're a bank robber, you should just leave one of the stacks of bills that you steal. <gasps> if you have enough time, just like f- make art pieces with it. Oh, leave a tip. Yeah, you should leave <laughs> a tip. I think I would. Uh, I think I would do like a different fake mustache every time. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like, like that. It's just, it's just and like, you, and you leave it behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wear it in there as my disguise, but every time I rip it off and leave it there. And underneath is another fake mustache. Mustache. And that's, like, what I leave at the next crime scene, correct? Yes. <laughs> the mustache bandit. Because <laughs> I can't grow facial hair, so that's why I am robbing these places, to try to electrically enhance my facial hair to grow, but it doesn't and work out. <laughs> once you get enough money, you can just pay for the surgery to, like, fix your hair follicles. Exactly. Yeah, if Elon Musk has taught us anything, it's just when you become rich, all of your hair problems go away. <laughs> Either because your muscle that grows back, or you're Bezos, and it just falls out. Yeah, fair. <laughs> So Cal, so if I got this right, minus sunglasses, Calvin's gonna leave them a tip. Yep. <laughs> and you gotta make sure you leave one for every employee. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you, like you're paying them what you robbed, or like you're writing down like a tip to do their job? That's... No, I'm leaving like a tip, like you would leave a waiter. Okay, okay. Only twenty percent though. <laughs> and I put a glass on top of it. I always put a glass on top of it. <laughs> That's classy. That's classy. Yeah. And uh, Alex is gonna leave mustaches behind. Nice. So now that we have your guys' calling cards on camera, and I can now frame you guys when I rob a bank. Ooh. Well, that's if we don't get you first. Thankfully, we're not on camera. (laughs) (laughs) Recording, camera, same difference. There's gotta be like a movie in there somewhere where like three thieves all have, like, a calling card, and they try to frame each other, but wind up just trading calling cards for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, they thieve too well. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to get their, like, frame their, uh, frame their opponents and get them caught, but none of them are actually bad enough to get caught, so they just kind of, like, trade off. 
and like the actual trading of the calling cards makes the like consecutive like the the consecutive crime scenes even more confusing because of the fact that they have their own specific way they do their crimes. And then so <laughs> they accidentally all try and go to heist the same bank and all leave their calling cards there. And they become best of friends. Yeah. And make a three-man crew. Like, come on. <laughs> Wait, I think Netflix put this out. It's got Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Ryan Reynolds in it. And Dalga Dalga. 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 Well, I think you're, you're forgetting Kevin Hart. Like, Dwayne's not doing this kind of comedy thief heist movie about Kevin Hart. Like, let's I be mean, real. Kevin Hart would do the one we made up, but Netflix is literally about to put out a movie where... Uh, yeah, Red Notice. Rock- it comes out like Friday, yeah. don't you? Are you serious? Yeah. Wait a minute. So, not, not, not quite this, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson is an FBI agent who yep. catches Ryan Reynolds' art thief and says, okay, you're going to help me catch Gal Gadot art thief. And Gal Gadot is one step ahead of them the entire time and gets Dwayne Johnson fired from the FBI and, like, red-listed. So the FBI's after Dwayne Johnson now, too. And they all have to work together. You know, I'm yep. be watching this. Dwayne's <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't hear about it. Yeah, I'm very it looks surprised. Kind of fun. It. Doesn't matter. Dwayne's in it. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's already out in theaters. Oh, really? oh, really? I didn't know it had a theatrical release. Yeah, yep, Netflix is starting to do that. You can see it in the Beloit Theater or oh, the Marcus Hillside Cinema today. Metacritic score of thirty nine percent. Ryan Tomatoes of forty three. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> but you know, I'm almost as good as Eternals. Hey, audience rating four out of five. Like, come on. There you go. That's okay. what matters. All right. Uh, if you go to Metacritic and look at the fan, that's that's the true question here. Oh boy. Six point three on the user rating. That's this bad. Google review. This Google review says it's Indiana Jones meets National Treasure. <laughs> so good. <laughs> It sounds good. Like, come on. Watch uh, for Ryan Reynolds' Aviation Gin cameo. Oh, I, I now hate it. Aviation <laughs> Gin sucks. <laughs> you know what that is? It's his. It's his brand of gin. And like, oh. I I keep seeing people online talk about how it's great. I've tried it. It was garbage. Gin. Gin is just garbage. Like, okay. Yo, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I still want to get uh, the Crystal Skull vodka. That, uh, Dan Aykroyd's? Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Skull Vodka. It's actual garbage, though, and it's like 90 bucks for it. But it's a Crystal Skull, and it's Dan Aykroyd's. Also, The Rock <laughs> has an alcohol line, too. Yeah, All of those celebrities do, you know. That's like the thing. don't like The Rock ones. I like it. I think The Rock tequila is pretty good. But, but you drink anything that came out of The Rock. You're not oh. wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's no argument there. <sighs> well, it sounds like we're starting to get close to it. So our next segment, Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Uh, does anyone want to start this week? Sure. I got, Definitely I got one. not. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have one. Go for it. All right. Uh, this week, for the first time in history, I'm not <laughs> recommending some anime bullshit. Yeah, but you're a weeb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, it is technically an animated series, but it's not anime. It's a League of Legends series is that good? <laughs> on Netflix called Arcane. Yes, actually, um, I would recommend it highly. It's called Arcane. Um, even if you don't like League of Legends or know nothing about League of Legends, this it's really well animated. Um, the pacing is super like it's super good. There's only three episodes out right now. 
Um, okay. But it's about basically, uh, there, it's in a town called Piltover where there's like an underside to the city, like an actual underside, and it's like deep, dark depths of the city, while the upper side is like an academy where it's like good per se, but it's like there's guards, it's rich folk and things like that, while the underbelly is like full of poor folks and things like that. So um, the whole idea is that you fall in the first three episodes, you're following like this group of kids that live in this, in, in the underside of the city. Um, in the first episode, they go rob a inventor's house in the top side of the city and they explode a whole building because of it. Um, just because when they went to go rob something, it like just blew up, um, because of something they robbed. And then like basically the whole upper part of the city is like have freaking out about this explosion and now is going to the underbelly of the city to, like, hunt down these kids, try to, like, make loose ends of it, try to figure out, like, we need to make a, like, because a house did get destroyed in this, we need to make a statement saying that the underground of Piltover is bad, we can't, like, we can't have this happen again, so, like, they're hunting down these kids, and, like, um, the show revolves around, um, a girl named Powder, and her sister Violet, or Vi, um, and they're they're League of Legends characters, but if you've never played League of Legends, you wouldn't know that. Like it's super well written. Everyone who said they have never played or heard of League of Legends has enjoyed it. It broke like all the Squid Game records. Oh really? In oh, the wow. first three episodes, yeah, that's how Damn. popular it got. Well, I guess I'm not surprised. League is still insanely popular. It is. It's it's insanely popular, but like that's still a lot of people watching it that probably have no idea what the hell League of Legends is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was talking to my friend about it last night because I was just curious to see what his thoughts were. Um, and he said, yeah, a lot of people like his mom watched it and his mom really enjoyed it. And she has no idea what League of Legends is. Wow. Um, and it's like I would I, so I would recommend it. There's three episodes out right now. It is really, really worth the watch. Uh, they're only 40 minutes episode. Okay. Um, the next three episodes come out. This Saturday, and then the final three comes out the week after, I believe. So it's only a nine-episode series. Oh, man. Nice. I have so much to catch up on Netflix then, because I was going to rewatch through Cowboy Bebop, and only got like two or three episodes into that. I have to mm. keep up with Great British Baking Show, and now i got to watch this. <laughs> no, I, I would watch, like, I 100% am selling you, watch this, drop everything, watch it. It is, it is so good. Like, if you enjoy any form of animation, it's like animated insanely well too do all like, the league characters league has always up? had league has always had really awesome like just animation stuff like outside the game those videos they always post on youtube i will watch those all the oh, time it's nuts isn't it it's like wow this is like high quality for like the year it was released in and like it's so vibrant in colors and what they do with like the color scheme of like the overground and underground to put over is in my opinion really insane so like in the overground they'll like use darker effects when um, like explode, like things explode or like fights happen, just to like get at the pop, the fights to pop. While while they're in the underground, they'll use like neon colors to hmm. like and like just like spray painted colors to make the fights pop, and like it just looks amazing. Like you cannot go wrong with this show. But do they feature all your favorite league characters like Werewolf and Armadillo Man? <laughs> okay, so Werewolf is like so Warwick <laughs> is his name. And the reason why he actually might be in the show. Oh, we don't. It's not confirmed yet. He is technically from this city, but we might have seen him in human form. Like one of the characters, his name is Vander, 
is highly rumored to be Warwick from League of Legends, which is a big werewolf dude. Um, cool. Yeah, so that's that's like what it's rumored to be. So yes, you'll get a big old werewolf fan here soon. Yes, <laughs> <I> mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, again, it's called Arcane. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's super good. Watch it. <laughs> will do. You don't have a choice. I will be bugging both of you now. Message oh, me no. if you watched Arcane. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go next then. Because it sounds like Calvin needs time to think. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to recommend Eternals. I watched Eternals on Sunday. Uh, because I'm a Marvel zombie and I have to watch everything they put out no matter what. Um, although now that I say that, I haven't actually watched the Agent Carter series. But, mm, who cares? Um, Eternals, uh, it's, they tried to do Guardians of the Galaxy again, where they took a group of lesser known comic book characters and tried to turn it into a massive, massive hit. It didn't turn out to be the massive, massive hit they wanted, but I think they still did a really good job in telling a good story. Um, and I think the two end credit scenes are some very good, well-needed setup for the future of the MCU. Uh, does anybody care about spoilers for the end credit scenes? I don't. I don't, but I have a comment before you continue. Go for I looked it. up Eternals just to look, and the first thing on Google is, who does Harry Styles play in Eternals? Well, and Harry Styles is in this movie named Eros, but also known as Star Fox. And yes. are you telling me this is a Nintendo movie in the size with Star <laughs> Fox in it? Fox <laughs> <laughs> McCloud is in this? And that Nozzle <laughs> voice is slippy. <laughs> Do a barrel roll, Fox! <laughs> um, so spoilers for the two end credit scenes for Eternals, although, uh, yeah, Harry Styles is in the movie and lots of people have been very happy about that. Um, because the first end credit scene is some of the Eternals are in their spaceship and they're going to go find the other Eternals on other planets and talk to those Eternals when there's a portal thing that effect that happens and a troll shows up and announces Eros, the Star Fox, and Harry Styles shows up. Um, Star Fox is the younger brother, or, or older brother, I think older brother to Thanos. Uh... Oh. And I was really hoping you were going to say Fox. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He's the brother to Thanos. And one of his superpowers is pheromone control, which isn't creepy at all. That sounds real creepy. Yeah. Not okay. <laughs> he's an Avenger, but he's not a favorite Avenger of most people. Um, I can understand why. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of a creepy dude. Sounds like it. Um, but he's gonna, he's gonna help the Eternals on their adventure, and Pip, the troll who introduces him, is an original Guardians of the Galaxy character, so. Cool that Pat Oswalt is making another MCU appearance, and, uh, including that character. The much cooler end credit scene is the very last one, where Dane Whitman, who's been in the movie up to this point as, like, this British museum slash- there's, like, this British Museum of Ancient uh, History and Natural History, but it also has a classroom in it. And has, like, a school in it. At the beginning there of the movie, go. it's set up like this. Specifically so one of the Eternals can, like, save the kids in an earthquake. But Dane Whitman is an English teacher, apparently, at this museum school. And it, 
his comic book alias is the Black Knight because he is a descendant of King Arthur or something. Um, but he's a long time Avenger in the comics, and his whole thing is he's got a cool magic sword and he sometimes rides a mechanical horse that flies. Interesting. Um, but he told one of the Eternals, Cersei, that like, oh, he's found out he's got some interesting family connections. And then the final end credit scene is him in his office with a box on his desk and he opens it and there's a sword wrapped in bandages inside and an inscription and he reads the inscription and he goes to pick it up and a voice off screen says, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Um, or like, are you sure you want to do that? Something along those lines. And it sounds like Jeffrey Wright's Watcher. That's who I thought it was at first. But I looked it up. It's not the Watcher. It's who the guy who's going to play Blade in the Blade movie. Oh, they're making a new Blade movie? They're remaking Blade. And the actor is... Um... Uh, who's the actor? New... Not no, new Blade actor. Uh, the new Blade actor is uh, Marshala Ali. Oh yeah, I know him. He's good. Yeah, he was in the uh, uh, Luke Cage miniseries, uh, Netflix yeah. series. He's also in uh, what was it, Green Book? Yeah, with uh, Viggo Mortensen. Um, he was in Alita Battle Angel. Yes, he was. I enjoyed Alita. Yeah. There was a lot wrong with it, but I enjoyed it. Um, what else is he in? But yeah, uh, so Blade is telling another sword-wielding Avenger, hey, maybe you don't wield that sword, my friend. So... I was excited for that because it's hints at more to come and they're still going and I love that. Um, <laughs> just, keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Till I die. Once I die, the MCU can end. That's fine. Um, but of the Eternals movie itself, uh, they had a really good like core cast for the most part. I think there were maybe like one member too many. Or, like, if they'd used all of them really well, but then let, uh, like, one more of them die off over the course of the movie, it would have been fine. But they saved almost all of them. And I was like, okay. The, the, one, the, the one person who died, like, defending everyone else, he had a really cool death. That was really fun. Like, it was, it was sad. It was heartbreaking because they did a good job of setting up in a prior scene, like, how nice and of a good dude he was. And the other person whose death, like, started the plot, they just had all, they were already dead when the movie started, so it didn't really matter. But, like, in the final battle, there was a chance for them to let one more Eternal die. Just to, like, have somebody die in the MCU that isn't Quicksilver. Please. <laughs> Please. I'm begging you. Um... But they didn't, and that's fine, I guess. Um, but yeah, watch the Eternals. It's weird. They have a character who's looks like a child, 
and is eternally a child. And they make some... They skirt the line with this character. This is the character of Sprite. They skirt the line with that because Sprite makes... Like, Sprite's introduction to the movie is she's an illusion person. And she illusioned herself to look like an, a, a, an alcohol-drinking an adult. Alcohol-drinking adult. And is, like, at a bar flirting with a guy. And then he goes to put his, like, hand on her hand and it passes through because it's an illusion. And he's like, what? And she's like, ah, I gotta go. And she leaves and <laughs> reveals herself as a child. And it's like, mm, you're a child. We know you're a th- several thousand years old mentally, but you're a child body. Don't be in that room. Listen, you're talking about you're talking to two guys that watch a lot of anime. That is a very common trope. It's normal. Like I don't know yeah. why you find that weird. Like to me, when you're, I was like, it's not it's necessarily not that itself that's weird. It's the fact that Disney is putting that out and then having to skirt around that weirdness of like later on in the movie, the same characters complaining about like never growing up and how awful it is and how they'll never get to have a family. And I was like. We know what you wanted to say, Disney, but you can't say that in a PG-13 film. Also, it featured the MCU's first a sex scene. Actually, second, but nobody remembers Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> um, I guess because Iron Man was technically a fade to black after they roll off the bed. But, uh, no. Featured the first like, straight-up implied sex scene. And there were kids in the audience. It was kind of like, hmm, nobody checked the rating on this one, did they? Well, that's not... I remember when I was, like, the first implied sex thing I can remember was, like, when I was eight, I think. I just... Was, my mom was watching the movie, and I just... I don't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> but definitely, there was a sex scene in there. And yeah. I don't think it was implied. <laughs> but, yeah... Overall, uh, going into Eternals, a lot of people were like, Marvel needs to do something new and different. And I would say they did that. I don't know how well it worked, but they did do something different. Mm-hmm. Calvin, what do you got? Uh, I don't think I recommended this because I would have, checking the calendar, I think I would have had to have recommended it last week, which was Dune. So... Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, Last Night in Soho, the new Edgar Wright film. Yeah. I think I talk about I talked about it with you, RJ, after the pot, you and James after the podcast last week, but I don't think I talked about it on the podcast. I don't think so. But yeah, so basically Last Night in Soho is Edgar Wright's new film. Edgar Wright, for those who don't know, is uh, this British director. He's done uh, Hot Fuzz. He did the Cornetto trilogy, which is uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and... What is it? At, at World's End? Um, uh, yeah. And then he also did uh, Baby Driver. He was the writer and like original director for Ant-Man until they like booted him from that. Um, but yeah. Fun fact, uh, the rest of the cast almost went with him in protest. Wow. Yeah, well, if they, I, I feel like if Marvel had just let Edgar Wright go and do it well go as in let him go and do his own thing uh i feel like ant-man would have done a little bit better uh because edgar wright is awesome uh at least i really like him oh he also did uh scott pilgrim versus the world but uh he he's primarily done a lot of comedy films and a lot more um like light-hearted kind of stuff like uh there's been some dramatic stuff like in uh baby driver there's some like dramatic stuff but 
it, there's a lot of the, he usually infuses a lot more comedy into his stuff. But uh, last night in Soho is a more psychological horror film. Um, I don't know that I'd call it horror so much as just thriller because yeah. uh, I'm not a big horror guy. But I, I yeah, and so I and I didn't find it that bad. I'd say it's more of a psychological thriller, really. Um, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't see like I caught some of the red herring stuff. I thought that was really easy, but then there were some twists that I did not see coming. Uh, the set design and stuff was awesome. Uh, I really liked all of the music. Edgar Wright in a lot of his films does a great job of tying music into his cinematography and into the story beats. And once again, I think he did a great job of that with this film. Um, it has a lot to do with like flashing back to the sixties. So there's a lot of like sixties era music and, uh, design. And I, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Also, it had uh, it has Matt Smith in it. Who, really? uh, yeah, the was it the twelfth Doctor, eleventh Doctor. Okay, um, but yeah, and I thought he was really good in it, and he's kind of this more darker character. Which then I saw the Morbius trailer, and he's like in that. I'm pretty sure, and oh. he's got like also got like a darker kind of role, and it's like, man, Matt Smith is rocking these more darker roles after playing the doctor well he was a he was a villain in the terminator movie that came out oh was he i didn't see that Yeah, in the latest i think it was the latest terminator movie that came out he was one of the Uh, villains pull up his page uh oh yeah terminator genesis he's listed as a t5000 interesting Golly. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd only ever seen him as the Doctor, but I thought he was, I thought he was really good in it. He apparently had a cut part from like one of the last latest Star Wars movies too. Yeah, yeah, I remember reading about that. That was like a big deal. He was going to be in it, and then uh, when the first director was it, right? Was it Ryan Johnson? And then he was going to do the yeah. third one, and no, then they. No, not Ryan Johnson. It was a, they had a completely third director picked up originally. Did they? I can't yeah. remember anymore. But yeah, I remember that he was supposed to be in that and then it like completely got dropped. Yeah, I I'm now want to see it because of him too, because like I haven't seen anything he's been in since Doctor Who and I just don't know like what's he doing with his time? <laughs> like, well, he's he's going to be in Morbius. Can he can he do other roles? Because he didn't... Yes. The, the Terminator Genesis didn't do great. So, I'm, I want to see what he did in Last Night in Soho and figure out, like, can he act? Or was he just the yeah. doctor? Uh, it, his role in uh in Last Night in Soho is a, nothing like the doctor, especially his doctor, so... Good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, And then you'll have to see him in Morbius. Yeah. Which, He's someone known as Loxius Crown. Loxius. Loxius what the hell is Lo- that? Otherwise known as Hunger. Oh, um, nope, still don't know. Interesting. I remember he looked bad in the trailer, but I don't know. It probably is. All right. Well, 
That was our recommendations, and our next segment is How to Be a Better Buddy, where we give some real and some humorous advice. And our first question this week is a special one for you, Alex, because what was the deciding factor in you deciding to grow a beard or not grow one? <laughs> Why is that special for me? I because you're calling Carter's mustaches. I literally cannot grow facial hair. <laughs> Is that the only reason why? Okay, put it this way. I'll put it this way. If you can grow a beard and like have a nice full thick beard, grow the fucking beard. Nah. Hot. No, 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 no. Eh. It is psycho- psychologically like you have a better advantage in being attractive if you grow facial hair. Never that works is, for me. That is that is how have you grown facial hair? Yes. I mean but beyond like, stubble. Is, yes, you've seen me with a beard. Like good facial hair. I had a full beard. I had like an over inch long beard. You've seen me with that, RJ. Have I? Yes. No. <laughs> when I think James I'd and I were, if you had a significant beard. All right, I'm pulling up photos. I have photos. <laughs> do you? Because you don't photos. take photos. No, I don't typically, but I do have photos. I want to see the photo. I want All to right. See the photo. Well, now I'm distracted. I don't remember you Talks ever having amongst a yourselves. I don't remember oh my God. having a beard equivalent to mine. Okay, okay like never. I did. Like, I've, I've never girl. grown a multiple inch long beard, but I, well, I, I set my razor. I would trim my razor at. Oh, it was in millimeters. So let me see. One millimeter an inch does not make. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and if you can, and and if you can't grow a beard, I'll finish my sentence. Like me, just shave when you have stubble. And well, some stubble's okay, but like, don't try to grow the beard. It's not worth it. Not worth it. Unless you want to take two years to make it look okay. Take the two oh, years. Yeah. Take the two years. It's it's worth it, I promise. As I gently stroke my current facial hair. <laughs> I haven't shaved in like three days, so I have like uh, some stubble rocking. That's it. Yeah, deciding factor in my growing a beard was I got really lazy with shaving. <laughs> Ale- wait a minute. Alex, you're the one that told me to grow this beard that I started growing it anyways. I probably did. did this. Oh, Look I remember this. Beard on I do lift. remember this. That looks so good, Calvin! It does look Why good. Why'd you shave it? Eh, I don't know. My beard, my beard starts turning a bit red. It had potential. It had such so potential. God, now it looks potential. so good! Would it what look is... good now that I have long hair, too? Even yes! better! What the hell, Calvin? Should I really going. should I really annoy my mother and just yes. stop shaving now? Grow yes. out my hair, get a beard. Oh, I, don't, is, I don't know that I can handle that. Start smoking weed. Get a okay, VW van. <laughs> it looked. I I like that. I like that. Oh my gosh! I remember. You know those. you want. I do remember those. Yes. that's the start of a good beard right there. I mean, it's more full. It. It's I fuller than mine is. I don't oh, I can grow a full beard. Yeah, here we go. Here's another, here's another photo I got. Like, holy shit, Calvin! Yeah, Calvin, <laughs> you gotta grow the beard out. Why? What the fuck, dude? Look, you look here's, so here's, good with it. Here's a lesson for everyone <laughs> listening: when men grow beards, they gain about five years to their face. Oh yeah, you do. You definitely do. Which, when you're a young man, say 21, 22, 23, is an advantage. And then, oh, once you're I an old like man, it's just regal. Still, so. <laughs> well, actually, probably not 60. I'd probably be around 20. I got, like, I got carded at my card shop the other day 
<laughs> what? It, it, it the guy was bringing in alcohol for everyone that was over 21, and everyone was over 21. He doesn't look at anyone else. He just looks at me. He says, I'm not sure about you. I actually do need to see your ID. Nice. And I said, no! No! <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want this. I'm 24! I don't need to get carded. Meanwhile, nobody looks at my card twice. Like, I'll offer it to get, like the liquor store person. They just don't even look at it. Yeah, I don't get carded either. I get carded all the fucking time. I I only get carded at a bar where they like have to card everybody walking in. Yeah, I doesn't matter. I get carded. I get carded three times at a bar once. That was like two years ago though. <laughs> hey, that means you look young and youthful. Yeah. That's a yeah, good thing. Definitely, definitely a good thing. Definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, when I'm thirty, I'll look like I'm fucking twenty-one. Hopefully, that's that's yeah. the goal, right? I mean, when I sh- the one time I shaved my beard, senior like junior or senior year of college. Uh, everybody I knew in my education program started like going like, "Oh, look! You look like you're 13," and that was the end of that. <laughs> Never shaved again. <laughs> Do it. Shave your beard. No. Fight me. Do it. Do it. How about I grow a beard and you shave your beard? I will. You know, RJ, sometimes you have to take some L's to get other people to look this. I would be good. willing <laughs> to shave so we can grow in tandem. Okay, I, I'll do it. But but I have to be allowed to like possibly trim and maintain my beard based off of uh, professional needs. Well, yeah, obviously. (laughs) We can't have the wild force that RJ has going on here. Like, do we want to start at New Year's? I was thinking like tomorrow. Mm. (laughs) RJ's like, I don't want to shave yet. Give, give me till winter. Oh, come on. No, we got to start growing now before winter so you have a face warmer. See, but here's the problem. We're this halfway through November, and I already said I wouldn't do no-shave November. You said also, you wouldn't do it, so you can shave. Also, I remember correctly, RG's facial hair takes a little bit longer to grow. It than does. Most people's, because I remember when he shaved, and it took... A hot minute. It, it does oh, take a yeah. Hot yeah. <laughs> that, that uh that that second image I posted is like a month and a half or a month into growing my beard. I think. Yeah, you're gonna have a better beard than RJ will, and yeah. RJ's gonna be so sad about it. Oh, that's okay. I'm, I'm. If we can give me give me a little bit of time, and we will announce it on the podcast when we start. The longer you wait, the less likely I'm going to do it. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> we can fair. we can wait. Take that risk, why but... don't you just do it? I don't know why you just don't do it, Calvin. You look so good with it. I can't do this enough. Like what the hell, man? It's been like two years now. Maybe I'll give it another shot. Just give it do a go. It. There's no year, New yeah, Year's give resolution. It two months. Your New Year's resolution. You're really pushing this. Beer. You're really pushing this New Year's thing. I need one. <laughs> Start running again. You can do that. I'm still running. No, run more. <laughs> <laughs> run I faster. I put my sweatpants and my sweatshirt, and I get out in that 50-degree weather. That's good. That's good. It's going to be like 20s this weekend. It's going to be awful. As long as it's uh, f- at least 40 on Monday. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, our next question. 
I, a 28-year-old, bought my first Nerf gun. What is something you're able to get now that you weren't able to as a child? With the further details of, yes, I have jumped off a chair and shot it midair. I don't even know. Um. Uh, my answer is large Lego sets. Like, dropping the $100 uh, Lego set, large <laughs> Lego set. Your uh, Spider-Man tower? Uh, 300. I would say, like, all my hobbies that I did as, like, as a kid, I still do now. And it's pretty consistent. Like, I was able to play card games as a kid. And that's, like, expensive. And I was able to play video games as a kid. Which is my second biggest hobby. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, like, I can't think of anything as a child that I was like, I would look at it and be like, oh no, I never was able to get this as a child. I don't think there was anything like that. I was spoiled, but I'm not going to lie. I buy my own cosmic brownies now that I can just buy cosmic brownies. Oh, uh, I bought a, uh, oh, what was the, what are the, one of those little Debbie snacks. I can't. I forgot. A oh, fudge rounds. Mm. Oh my god. I I You're I was a fudge at fudge round guy. Huh. I, okay. I bought. I bought. So I had to buy something at the CVS, and I walked past, and they had like individual packets of fudge rounds, and I was like, oh my god, I need that. And it was, God, I hadn't had a fudge round in years, and it was amazing. In my opinion, I think you can judge someone's personality super well off of their favorite little Debbie snack. Oh. I, I really, I really do. I believe it because it's If I had to though. choose one only, it would definitely be a toss-up between fudge rounds and cosmic brownies. Think I got to give it to the fudge round, though. I mean, fudge round. All right. Now I got to check what the little Debbie snack cakes are because. Oh, that's fair. I might be missing something that I'm. Debbie. Like there's a, there's a big there's a big like I think there's like is everybody has a favorite yes. little Debbie. Yes. Yes. Okay, can we agree Swiss rolls are overrated? No. Oh, come on. They're, um, not, they're good. I'm not saying they're bad, but they're not bad. I don't think they're overrated, They're top though. three. They're top oh, three. No, no. I'm just Swiss saying, rolls like, are not I don't hear that three. much about them, so I can't, I can't say they're overrated. Well, because everyone calls them a ho-ho. Mm. That's what they are. They're just ho-hos. See, and I'm torn right now because... The honey I've seen buns things are I've never seen here before. The mm, cosmic okay. brownies are delicious, but those star crunch. The star crunch is a star is crunch. crunch. That's my number two. That's my number two right it's there. It's like rice krispies and caramel coated in chocolate. I've never heard of this. I'm on the Wibble De Little Debbie website. I am seeing like half of these I've never even heard star of. Star crunch is like fantastic. I, I don't have enough information apparently to make an accurate decision. I've only had like a couple of these. <laughs> Bakery items. I would say I say my favorite, my number one would have to be a nutter butter or a nutty bar, I guess in little Debbie's terms. <laughs> the nutty bars are pretty good. Yes. And then I would say my number two is the Star Crunch and then Swiss rolls. And then I know this is unpopular, but glazed donut sticks also slap i'm a big fan don't oh those look good a lot of people think they're only okay but i i'm a big fan they're like up the perfect between breakfast and lunch snack you grab a little bar of those well i remember eating those as a kid so they were like my favorite as a kid oh those were my favorite as a kid 
And then I grew up in the Nutty at the Nutter Butters. And then those, like, as an adult, I would say, are creeping up on being my number one. Those glazed like, donut sticks left a, like, weird chalky taste in my mouth when I was a kid. But, like, the sticky, the sticky glaze. It, like, leaves a glazed feeling in your mouth. And I don't know why. It just feels so good. Like, you put some milk in there with it. Oh, I fantastic. Think my ranking, I think my ranking has to be the big box of Cosmic Brownies. Because Cosmic Brownies technically come in a six-pack where each brownie is supposed to be two, like, brownies you break apart. The big box yeah. is 12 big brownies with no line in the middle to split them. I know, they're huge. That's, they're my, that's wow. my number one. My number two is Honey Buns. Those are so good. I swear to God. And then number three is Star Crunch. Like, since I got older, Honey Buns, by far, have been, like, dropping within the list of, like, things I enjoy from the really? movies. Yes. Like, at Honey Bun is, like, I used to love them as a kid. And now I'm just like, they're okay. Oh, I don't, like, they're, fine. ugh. I haven't had them in a while, so I think I have to have them again. Try them again. Uh, so I was on Amazon looking out Little Debbie Snacks. They make Cosmic Brownie cereal. What? Wait a minute. Now I gotta Google this. Why? Cos- okay. It's Cosmic Brownie's cereal. It's... Just- just crush up some Cosmic Brownies and pour some milk over it's it. Kellogg's! Yeah. One star. One star. It's gotta be, like, basically Cocoa Puffs, right? One yeah. review, one star. Not the least bit chocolatey. Barely <laughs> oh. even sweet. Wow. Like six days ago! Wow. <laughs> this reminds- so I went to Costco the other day. Went to nice. Costco the other day. It was a fun trip. Okay. Got a very nice leather jacket. But, uh, we're traveling through the aisles, and there's, like, obviously there's tons of snack stuff. And one of the bags was these bags of mini cookies. Like, super mini. Like, I looked at it and went, that's just cookie crisp. <laughs> it was just cookie crisp-sized cookies. But, like, at that point, it's just cookie crisp cereal. Just pour some milk over that bad boy and have some cereal for breakfast. Oh, they also make oatmeal cream pie cereal. Okay. Why? Uh, I, I, found, I found some more reviews. I found some more reviews on Walmart's website. Five stars. Great taste. Great, but tastes just like Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't waste your money. Gross. I two stars. Gross. I'd rather eat the actual brownie itself with milk if I was gonna eat it as cereal. Called it. <laughs> don't buy these. Two stars. Like I love how don't buy these are two star ratings still. Like I mean, there's nobody wants the one star ratings. One star ratings are all bots. You gotta look at the four and the two stars. Yeah. I love chocolate brownies, so I thought these would be good. They're not. This actually has oddly good punctuation. They have an odd, <laughs> unpleasant order, and the flavor is very weak and hardly chocolate. Much less like the brownies. I am very disappointed. That's the last good review on here. <laughs> so yeah. Sounds like we buy snacks. Yeah, don't buy the cereal. Don't waste your money. That's 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 my favorite review title. Our next question: Men who don't lift, why not? I mean, I'm too lazy. Either, like, I don't think RJ lifts either, though. So I don't lift because I'm not paying for a gym membership. I'm so, I'm still shocked you don't get that for free working. Eh, not my problem. <laughs> that is kind of your problem. Too busy jogging. Yeah, like, you can just jog in the gym instead. You know, but like fresh air is good for you. It is, I agree. And I want to catch a cold. 
<laughs> so you what? have excuse not to <laughs> what? mind. Yes. I, I get you. I get you. I get you. Um, I think the other thing, too, is I'm just like, I never really got into weightlifting. So it's not like I get it. It helps you burn weight. That's the big yeah. thing for me. Yeah. Running, like, helps burn calories, but doesn't burn the weight. So that's why you have to run it and lift in order to burn a lot of fat. Yeah. I know I should. Yeah. I just haven't started. And I need to start sometime Same. soon. It feels good. It feels so good. Like, my oh, yeah. shoulders are so defined right now. It's nuts. Well, and you my can caps, physically see, oh like, God. the change, too, of, like, how much you move. Yeah. It's very... I... I always just got bored doing weightlifting. Like I didn't mind it when I was in high school when I was actually when it was part of like uh the when we when I'd go to like track practice or cross country practice, it'd be like we'd have a weight regimen afterwards and I was like, "Eh, that's fine." Because there'd be like a bunch of us in the gym and like you'd pair up and have partners and do it together and I was like, "Okay, that's fine." But like on my own, I just get so bored. I can I handle think- running on my own, but it's like weights on my own, it's just like, "Yeah." I think, like, the thing for me, like, the what reason why I lift is because, A, I, it, it just makes me feel good, and B, like, yeah, it gets boring, but, like, it's it's another routine thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, it's a nice routine. You can, like, you feel good when you do it, and, like, I don't know. It's, it's just fun. Like, it's fun in the sense of, like, the pain just reminds me of, like, being in a sport or something that I can't <laughs> do anymore. Like, pain feels good sometimes. Like... <laughs> makes me feel like i'm doing something when i when i work from home and i sit on my ass all day working like yeah yeah i feel that yeah so that's the main reason why i left also like when you see the gains that's the best feeling in the world you're just like damn like (laughs) good yeah our next question what is the weirdest nickname you have ever heard or been told um Oh, RJ, do you remember the guy that went to middle school and high school with us? Pants. I guess, I don't know if he, what? Pants? Okay, well, pants is a good one. I forgot about pants, but I was going to say um, cheese. It was, I, I, he didn't often go by it, but I heard some people mainly in middle school call him cheese because his elder brother was named Mac. Huh. No, I don't remember this person. I, I I just don't want to name him, but I can yeah. name I can tell you afterwards. All right. Oh, see, I was thinking. Uh, Pants is a good one, though. Pants, Pants is, is a good yeah. Name. Pants is a guy we knew in middle high school. He was on the swim team with me, uh, and the story was literally just like, so he went to a Catholic grade school, and after and one of the days I had to go to church, so he's dressed up in like khakis and a polo or whatever, and he goes to play basketball with some people afterwards, and the people he's playing with, some of them he knows, some of them he doesn't, and the ones who don't are like. Yo, what's with your pants? And he's like, I had to go to church. And so because they didn't remember his name, they just kept calling him pants. Yeah, and then the he was stuck with that for yeah. years. For years. All uh, of high school. Just all of high school. <laughs> um then for a short while in middle school, our Boy Scout troop called me Mophead. That was before my time. Yeah, in middle school, it was because I'd go from swim practice straight to scouts and had pretty shaggy hair, so a couple of the adult leaders would call me Mophead, and it didn't stick. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah, because now, thankfully, that thankfully my family's almost out of the troop, because for a while there was 
Best Mitchell, Mini Mitchell, Micro Mitchell, and then RJ. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, Best Mitchell was my next brother down, and then the two following him because they were both shorter than he was because they were younger. <laughs> I mean, I was called in elementary to middle school. I was called Goose in football. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, because there's an NFL player named Tony Saragusa, and that's what my coach compared me to. Huh. Was him, and he's like, "You look like Goose," and then I would just get called Goose the whole. Ever since he said that, everyone on the team called me Goose, and that's what I was known as when I went to football. <laughs> I was expecting it to be a Top Gun thing. No. <laughs> nope, I'm luckily a football player, that's the only reason. Alright. Our next question. Gentlemen, in your personal opinion, what is worse, your partner cheats on you or gains a lot of weight? Uh, cheats on you. <laughs> yeah, cheats is, on you. is that a question? No, like, it shouldn't be, but it was asked and we're answering it. It's cheats on why, you. What like this isn't a question. This is this has to be rhetorical, right? Like All I know is it was posted. Who gives a shit if someone gains weight? What? Like Like for real, <laughs> weight gain is like yeah. weight gain is one of those things you can fix. Like you can undo it. It's gonna take work and effort, and they're gonna like they have to want to do it. It's their choice, not yours. But it's not a permanent I has, thing. I guess has three men living in Wisconsin where, what, like 60% of the population's obese. It's like, whatever. But, <laughs> but, but 60% of this podcast is losing that weight, so... Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's like, I'm still going to be considered... Like, when I hit my weight goal, which I did, when I like hit like what I like what I want hit get a little bit lower. No matter where I stop, I'm going to be still considered obese. Yeah. So it's like I don't give a shit. Like people like to eat. <laughs> I like to eat. <laughs> food is good. <laughs> food is very good. When you know how to cook, like when Calvin was talking about his like meal, quinoa. Or, yeah, when it, I was like that meal sounded good. Besides the quinoa, I was oh. like, ah. <laughs> oh, Calvin, it was so nice it, knowing you. <laughs> quinoa is good soon you'll be wearing flannel and drinking only the most microest of brews yes soon like I mm, yeah there's like no world where I can no. think of the word cheats on you beats like even if yeah. my partner <laughs> cheated on me like when I was playing like we're playing a video game and they cheated at that video game they're out Come on, come on, guy! What you doing? What you doing? Let's 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 talk about this. Yeah, like gain a little weight, uh, whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, like they cheat in the game. They'll cheat in real life. Obviously, (laughs) can't trust them. I'm better at Mario Kart. Damn it! (laughs) You put the fucking game genie in there to get yourself a little speed boost and thought I wouldn't notice. No, absolutely not. Leave my house. our last question this week what had so much hype about it but was actually terrible oh man uh no man's sky when it first launched oh yeah that's a big one yeah uh i feel like that's a big video game thing i think i feel like it's pretty common with video games to have like insane hype and then just never quite deliver 
as you're saying there. Well, No Man's Sky now delivered. Like, no, like, yeah, now it does. That's water. fair. Yeah, it's in like seven years, but you know, <laughs> it's there now. For a non-video I mean, props to them for one, keeping it up. For a non-video game run, America, am I right, fellas? Eh? That one killed in Vegas. I believe it. Um. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, no. Uh, I think like a lot of this is like video games. Like I, I guess like I just not in movie culture, so I can't like imagine a movie being super hyped and then it, it's flopping. Space Jam Two. Like, no, that's not. I that's, feel like everyone knew that was going to be bad. But they thought it was going to be bad in a good way, and it was just bad in a bad way. No, everyone isn't the likes... first one just bad in a bad way. No, yes, and Space Jam Two is Bill quite the, uh, They're both bad movies. Like you're like, if you enjoy Space Jam, go see Space Jam Two. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like what? No, that's not overhyped. It's Space Jam. It's hmm. so funny. Like, come on, have you seen Space Jam Two? No. Okay. It yeah. It was terrible. I didn't go watch it. <laughs> oh, you missed out. You missed out on the Porky the Pig dropping some sick beats. I caught that because I right. used it in the advertising campaign. <laughs> oh, you missed the whole scene, though. In the middle of the basketball game. Oh, my God. That movie is so... Dude, oh, watch that show. Watch that shit blast it off your ass and you'll have one hell of a time. <laughs> <laughs> Justice League. The Justice League movie had a bunch of hype around it because it was going to be the Marvel killer. And then it wasn't. Okay. I feel like from DC's past performance, though, we kind of knew that. I, 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 I wouldn't. I can't. I can't. I have no opinion on this because I have no idea. Like RJ has no opinion on Space Jam Two. Yes, he has no idea. Even though I gave an opinion, it doesn't exist. I the one one thing I would say in like in my personal opinion that I was super hyped for, but fucking despised. Still go back to, and then get disappointed yet again. Was uh, Octopath Traveler for the Switch? Really. Yeah, that game is like super popular um with a lot of people. Like I know it's like a lot of my friends is like that I pl- like played Pokemon with. It was a lot of their first JRPGs and they loved it. But I absolutely hated it. <laughs> I thought it was a bad JRPG. And then every time I go back and try it, like the characters are fine. It's just the way that they do the story is not like what the game advertises itself to be. And mm-hmm. I think in my brain that annoys the shit out of me. And then there's just too much grinding in it for a modern JRPG. It'd be one thing if this came out in, like, PS1, PS2 era. I expect grinding. But, like, came out for fucking Nintendo Switch in 2018. Like, or 2019, whatever the fuck it was. And you're gonna tell me that I'm gonna have to sit here and grind for 10 hours in my gameplay? No, thank you. Um, But yeah, I tried it three times. And I always think about, should I go back to it? (laughs) No. And I shouldn't, but I love the character. Uh, I love the character Tressa. She's adorable, very great, and I love the character Ophelia. She is such a sweetheart as well. Um, but other than that, some of the characters are very bland. Um, and it's like, oh, God, it's just it was it disappointed me. Like it yeah. disappointed me. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. I think if I had to pick one that deep in my heart of hearts I knew was a disappointment, but I never wanted to admit it, was Fallout 76. <laughs> played the shit out of that game, though. Not even comparable to Fallout 4 in terms of the but amount you, I played. <laughs> Didn't you put more than 30 hours into that game? I guess that would be considered playing the shit out of it, considering how long most people played. 
<laughs> yeah. It's like, if you're putting more than 30 hours in a game, I can't imagine you thinking that game is bad. I think... I guess, like, you, like, you probably... I don't, like, what, you don't think the game is bad, but it was over... Like, no, because, but it was actually terrible. Like, it, the so game can't be that bad. It was... That much it was hyped be up... Be stubborn about it. <laughs> it was hyped up as, like, oh, we're gonna have multiplayer Fallout. It's gonna be cool. And initially, it was fine... At least in my experience, like, yeah, it's a Bethesda game, glitchy, whatever. But, like, my problem was the progression was so rough if you didn't have people to actively play with constantly. I eventually kind of ground to a halt. And I'll, like, I'll sometimes I'll download it and try again and just, like, try to pick up and keep pushing forward. And it's just such an ammo grind and <laughs> such a, like, slaughter grind, like, level grind that I, I've kind of plateaued my progress in the game because I can't handle any of the dungeons. If I remember correctly, that came out, like, I know when we were in college, but I, like, I remember watching that E3, the Bethesda yeah. E3 for it. I was so hyped it, for it. And I said, this game's going to be bad. <laughs> and I said, no, <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> you already did tell me that. And I said, well, to be fair, I also do not like any other Fallout game. So... <laughs> Uh, the lo and behold, <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was also my biasy of not liking Fallout to begin with, or just like not the biggest Bethesda fan. So yeah, they're okay. See, I liked Fallout because I played post Fallout One, and Fallout One was a top down isometric game. Very different game, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, and I think that's it for from us this week. Gentlemen, thanks yeah. for joining. It was a pleasure. Was it? Was it? I don't know. I will be coming around the same page. Really? You're gonna, you're gonna lie to us like that, RJ? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I lied to myself about Fallout 76. Why wouldn't I lie to you about the last hour? <laughs> Just grinding these episodes out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we have to we have to follow the plan, don't you know? Oh, um, I know. Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify or wherever podcasts are sold. And if you can't find us, I don't know how you hear, heard this. <laughs> um, you can also find Better Buddies on social media. Facebook, Better Buddies. We have our Meme Mondays, which I had to go in and fix because Facebook's transition to Facebook business for their Facebook pages Meta. messed up my the metaverse stuff. <clears throat> so thanks Meta. suck. Uh, on Twitter at Better Budcast, use the hashtag Better Buddies when you tweet about the show, or our Google account Gmail uh, Better Buddiescast at Gmail You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, icebreakers you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. And last, but not least, be a better buddy. It has been selected by NASA for testing for long-duration human-occupied space flights because of its high concentration of protein, ease of use, and versatility in preparation. So NASA is bougie as fuck. Well, yeah, it's NASA. NASA's bougie. Hey, Alex. Hey. Uh, NASA's planning on using quinoa as a food source for long-term space exploration.
You know, Kiwa's kind of ass, though. Thank you! It <laughs> <laughs> does not taste good. I like it. I had, uh, I had chicken, broccoli, and bell pepper stir-fry with a side of quinoa tonight. That sounds good, minus the side of quinoa. Skip the quinoa, <laughs> Skip the quinoa entirely. You've got the ch- protein from the chicken. And then on Monday, I had uh, ghee fried chicken with uh, honey carrots and quinoa. Do you like quinoa? I do now. So, yeah, okay, that makes sense then. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. Oh. Still say it's bougie. Kino's bougie. Okay. 